Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. This kind of gets tricky when, Kevin, you only have 10 points scored, but yeah. yet <laughs> you, your defense does really a magnificent job of pretty well keeping this LSU offense in check with the exception of one drive, and that was for six, then a couple of field goals. So with that being said, your Razorback player of the week. That's right, Randy. And Cade Fortin, it, offense did not play well at all. We, we know that. And they're going to get it fixed. They have to get it fixed if they want to be bowl eligible. Uh, hopefully, KJ Jefferson is back this week for the Hogs. He's been throwing this week in video that I've seen from practices. I think the offense will play better. Uh, they have to figure out what to do at right tackle if Dalton Wagner is going to be back. And I know. I know Ole Miss and Missouri are not going to have Harold Perkins Jr. out there at outside linebacker doing a speed thank rush. Goodness. Time, but, yeah, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, thank goodness. But Ta- Crawford was, you know, out of his element with that on Friday, and they just didn't – they didn't have a back going over there and chipping and uh, going out in the flats or anything. So, uh, hopefully they get it figured out. But Cade Fortin came in, did his job. Uh, really good pass under pressure uh, to Landers for a touchdown that got the Hogs within a shot to win the game. Unfortunately, Perkins knocked the ball out of his hands at the end of the game and they lost. So that's enough. I'll talk about offense. Defense, this was tough, Randy. You know, had so many players that played well. Uh, Jordan Dominic had a sack, forced fumble, Drew Sanders, 12 tackles. But two guys really stuck out to me. Uh, Latavius Perini, of course, had that interception early in the game, then recovered a fumble. So anytime you, you can get the ball back twice, you're going to land yourself on some kind of list. But Chris Paul Jr., I think this young man has a bright future for the Razorbacks. Like uh, him. Played really hard. Yeah, the, the motor is going all game long. And the more chances he gets, the, it's kind of like Quincy McAdoo. Those guys get out there and they give it their all. So uh, four tackles, two sacks on the day uh, for Chris Paul Jr. So uh, we have co-defensive player of the weeks. And then special teams, uh, you know, when you punt six times, you better have a 40-plus average. <laughs> and it was <laughs> tough that But he did down two inside the 20. Uh, so, Reed Bauer is going to be our uh, special teams performer of the week. On to Ole Miss. Kevin, I mean, I, okay, I hate the phrase, be honest with me, be honest with Rick, yeah. whatever, whatever you, have you want to say. It. I will. Right. But yeah. did you Please see do. this coming with Quincy McAdoo? Uh, so, I'll, I'll tell you this. I saw him at, we did a sonic blast at Fordyce last year. They were playing Clarendon, and the, the top two teams in the state at the time. And I went up and talked to Mark Courtney, who's the head coach at Clarendon. He said, this kid's going to be special. He said, Kevin, I don't know if he'll play on offense. He's going to play on defense, but he gets it. And usually a coach that I've respected for a long time, when he say he gets it, he gets the game. It, he, it's not just about himself. He's going to go out there and be a great teammate. So – I expect because the athleticism is there. It, when you when you go from the high school to college level, the learning curve is the biggest thing for a lot of these kids because they're going. They may be going from a simple, you know, three three or four three. Some instances a five two defense back in the day, a simple offense where you hold up a sign and go out there and run your route. So to to learn not only offense early in the year, special teams, 
But now you know it learned defense, you can see that he really gets it. He understands how everything works. So uh, it's good to see him out there competing. He only had one pass completed on him. Um, they went they went at him six times, but only one pass completed. So uh, he, he's going to be a – I think he's had the potential to be an all-SEC performer in the next two or three years. Do you think he is at his – I hate to use the word natural, but we haven't seen him as a wide receiver. We have seen him now as a defensive player, so we tend to, to lean towards his the belief that his skill is going to be best utilized on the defensive side of the football. But is that the case? What I mean, what do you think? I think he stays there, honestly, because you, you can bring in a lot of wide you, – you can bring in five, yep. six receivers a year. That's and right. Two or three of them will stick. And you, you've yep. seen that over the last three classes with Arkansas, 19, 20, 21, and now 22. But – you don't see very many defensive backs come in and make an impact right away. you got to be right. a Ahmad Carroll, Lawrence Richardson, or two freshmen that come to mind that made a difference. So if you can come in and make a difference and start in the SEC, you you deserve to be there for the long run. be crazy to move him now. You just look at two games. I know that's two games, and he's got a long career ahead, but this guy, he knows what he's doing back there. And how yep. many, how many uh, defensive backs have come and gone at Arkansas – that never panned out. This guy can play. Yeah. Blame. I agree 100%. Well, Coach, you've been there. You've done that. The one thing I, I truth, truthfully believe that you cannot give a player, and that is instincts. And yeah. just watching Quincy McAdoo, he has got an instinct for yeah. the football. That's right. uh, I go back to the play the previous week against Liberty down in the end zone, he actually comes out of nowhere. And I think he had to anticipate that throw because it was thrown low. It was going to be only for the receiver of yeah. um, uh, he knew Liberty. He that's the only spot the quarterback could throw it. And knowing yeah. that as a receiver gives you an advantage. I've, I've always told my kids, Randy, you probably heard this, but there's two things you can control on a daily basis. That's your work ethic and your attitude. Once you're on the field, the one thing you can't teach is instinct. And, I mean, that's any sport. So whether it's anticipation of a stolen pass in basketball, uh, being able to pick up a sign, and uh, pick up a pitcher's arm slot and knowing what he's going to throw without banging on trash cans in baseball, or having ball <laughs> instincts like McAdoo in football. So, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a third trait that you really can't teach people. Well, and, and same thing on the interception. If he yeah. doesn't anticipate that, he's not going to make yeah. that play. And he took that ball away from the receiver. And, uh, man, I think uh, the sky's the limit for that young man. And it's just uh, he can stay healthy. I know that gets to be, hate to even use that term, but got to keep him healthy. All right, Kevin. Man, we're down to about one more week. And we'll be wrapping up the high school football season and our performers of the week. That is Kevin Bohannon. Thanks to the Wood Family Dealerships. 